Welcome to Concafe for the second day of November, Year of Our Lord, 2022. And greetings from our being on the road. We traveled safely to where we are, and we are thankful to God. And in fact, we're thankful this day for all of God's blessings. This is the second day of what should be the Thanksgiving month, and uh, we should be thanking God for all things. If you follow social media or so, anything related to Halloween and how it <laughs> how it changed, you know, it was funny to see, you know, October 31st, people are, are trick-or-treating and all costumed out, and then it says tomorrow, November 1st, Merry Christmas and all the Christmas decorations. And and that's very true. You know, on Mondays, I'm at the uh, Walgreens in New Braunfels with my insurance job. And uh, already on the 31st, they were <laughs> making room on their aisles, on their shelves for the Christmas things. And I asked the clerk if that were the usual practice. She said yes. And she said in a couple of weeks from now, make room for Valentine's. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're looking at the Old Testament prophet, Job, chapter 19, verses 23 to the first part of verse 27 in the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible. If you're familiar at all with the book, you know uh, that it's kind of a dark book, and we're going to talk more about that. But there in this chapter, in verse 25, we find a key rallying cry for believers and that's what the devotional is called my redeemer lives so friends open your ears open your eyes open your spirits and your hearts to receive god's blessing that is god's word for us for this day verse 23 oh that my words were written down oh that they were inscribed in a book oh that with an iron pen and with lead they were engraved on a rock forever for I know that my Redeemer lives, and that at the last he will stand upon the earth. And after my skin has been thus destroyed, then in my flesh I shall see God, whom I shall see on my side. This, dear friends, is the word of God for the people of God. We say thanks be to God. Friends, I've shared with you before the story of one of my nephews who was going through a crisis at age seven or so. He was having trouble sleeping, and he called me. Theo, I need five Bibles. Why, mijito? Because I'm having trouble sleeping, and I want to put a Bible in it, each area of the room where I think the monsters might be. <laughs> I kind of chuckled, but took very seriously his request. I said, I will gladly give you one Bible to start with. But you have to promise me you will read it. I gave him the Bible and checked on him sometime later. Have you read the Bible? He replied, yes, Theo. I read about Adam and Eve. I had trouble with the one called Numbers. But when I got to Job, I couldn't figure out if he was out of a job or needed a job or hated his job. But I kind of quit there. <laughs> Honest enough, the book of Job is a tough book to read casually. It is, however, an honest book on suffering and the entire human condition. It is written about a man who was really blessed by God and then at the hands of Satan suffered a lot. And so we want to talk about that as we look at um, that passage that we just read for today. Job 19, and uh, it has what I believe we uh, need to hear for our lives now. 
The passage for today comes with a glimmer of hope. The old man is weary, he's torn, he's almost completely defeated. It's as if at any given point he will just lay down and die. Yet in this passage he says what he says. What I have said, as I reflect on all that has happened to me, I'm paraphrasing of course, should be written down and preserved for all to read, because what I have learned is worth noting and summing up in these words. I know that my Redeemer lives, and that at the last he will stand upon the earth. And when I do die and this whole body is destroyed, even in my flesh I will see God, who will be at long last, as he always has, on my side. Friends, you and I have probably been at the bedsides of those who, although did not have Job-sized hurts and losses, were not far behind, but whose words of faith, even towards the end, reflected the same attitude of this saint. Perhaps you too have also been there and heard similar things or experienced similar things. And we say thanks be to God because God saw us through. And we say that because there are some who do not endure and easily give up. The last two or three years have seen a long list of pastors, teachers, and nurses, and just workers in general who opt to walk away from their jobs rather than to take the stress of what they face. Can we blame the pandemic? I don't have that answer. I just know that as the list of those who have declared their intention to retire, and some of them not even at retirement age, it does make us wonder what is truly going on. But please note, I'm not condemning anyone or passing judgment. I'm just hurting. And I believe we should be understanding and compassionate towards all people. But our rallying cry should be the words of Job. I know that my Redeemer lives. And indeed he does. And maybe we don't say that enough. Maybe we don't think it enough. Maybe we don't pray that enough. Maybe that hasn't blessed us to the point where it truly is a blessing. But that will be part of what we will say later today. Let's pray. Dearest Redeemer, you, because of your love, pulled us out of the muck and mire of despair and hopelessness, and for that we give you praise. Grant to those who come to mind with thoughts of giving up the thoughts of victory, for we know that you truly live, and it's in Christ Jesus we pray. Amen. Dear friend, thank you for tuning in. I pray you have a great blessed day in the Lord. Here's your call to action. Shout the rallying cry. I know that my Redeemer lives. Thank you and bless you. Receive my blessings of love and hope. I pray you know that I love you and I thank God for you and that the Lord bless you and keep you. Amen.